Well, pull up your board, catch a wave. It's time for the sales pipeline. With your host, Matt Hines, the sensei of sales from Matt Hines Marketing. Hey, sensei. How are we doing, boss? I'm good. Goodness, every week it's a surprise. We, you know, I, I, I have a new moniker every week. It's, it's all something I look forward to. It's a lot of fun. Well, they all, we're trying to find one that sticks here, so we're going to throw them all out see which one. <laughs> the sensei of sales is not too bad. Um, but, you know, what we're trying to do here, what's fun is, you know, over the last few months we've been doing the sales pipeline radios, you know, trying to address not just the sales side of, you know, sales pipeline, but also the demand gen side. Um, you know, we're trying to make sure that we're helping people uh, get better at closing deals, but finding opportunities at the same time. So we've got uh, had some great guests. If you want to check out some of the stuff we've done in the past, salespipelineradio.com. You can check out some of our past guests. Um, got some great guests coming up we'll talk about here in a second. But I'm really, really excited about our guest today. Um, I, I had the opportunity to see him uh, speak at an event uh, here in Seattle well, a few months ago. And, you know, because I'm a hammer and everything's a nail, you know, his uh, – his presentation, so Dave Prenshaw, our guest today, he presented on the topic of sort of conquering small business chaos and really helping entrepreneurs and business leaders get more focused uh, and get more done. Um, and as, as I'm listening to that uh, conversation, as I listen to that presentation, as I'm reading through his books, uh, especially the one that really struck me is the, the myth of multitasking, uh, it really struck me that there's a lot of lessons for sales and marketing professionals here as well. Uh, trying to focus their time and efforts on what makes the most sense uh, to get the job done. So, uh, Dave, thanks so much for carving out some time. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, Matt. Glad to be here. Awesome. Well, so I mean, I'm serious. Like, I, you know, when you you spoke at an event here in Seattle a while ago, and um, you know, it, it was it was it was with the the entrepreneurs organization uh, that we're a part of, and I think it was it was one of the best presentations I've seen. And I when, when I describe you, I I, I I introduce you to people in the same way that you did on that day. You said you always say you have you know you you live in Utah, you have four children and one wife. I always thought that was pretty funny. Um, <laughs> hey, you're getting ahead of me. We only got three so far. We're, we're not oh, okay, sorry. Uh, well, yeah. okay. I'm, <laughs> I don't, maybe I know something you don't know. I don't know. It's weird. It may be. Wow. We're, yeah. we're not going to go there. Well, this, this escalated quickly. Let's take a get out, get back focus. So, um, yeah, I mean, you, so, so Dave, um, you can find him at DaveCrenshaw.com. Uh, he's got a great blog. He produces just a fantastic series of very short but very powerful videos every week. Uh, he's the author of several books, including The Myth of Multitasking. And Dave, I mean, for relative to sales pipeline, the concept or the theme of sales pipeline radio, I like what you talk about relative to just helping people stay focused. And so maybe talk a little bit about sort of how that became a focus area for you um, as someone who, uh, <laughs> who, who, who introduces himself also as, be, as, as being diagnosed with off-the-charts ADHD. This become a focus area for you, and, and how does that you know, uh, like apply to sales professionals? Well, to a degree, you answered the question, uh, and the question itself, which is that I was diagnosed as ADD and uh, had to come up with a way to overcome that. Um, so that was a big part of it, uh, is, you know, to how to find focus as somebody who was uh, extremely challenged with that. But also, I work, uh, I coach business owners, and business owners as a group uh, have a very hard time staying focused. In fact, I would probably say the, the second group after them would be sales executives. Um, and so my job was to help them focus on what they did best rather than jumping around on all of these different things that they could possibly do. Yeah, and, it, and it's hard. I mean, I think, you know, and you spend, you spend a lot of time in, in, in your videos and in your books talking about the fact that 
you know, oftentimes successful people want to try to do lots of things. They want to feel busy. Busy feels good. Uh, There's a, you know, fear of missing out when you're not doing certain things or when you feel like you're not taking advantage of an opportunity that exists. But, you know, in a number of different formats in, in your teaching, I mean, you're, you, you've demonstrated that that, it's, that actually is, is the opposite of what's true. Uh, so talk a little about that. First of all, the, the label of busy is a, is a huge problem that we all need to overcome in our society. If you ask the average person, how are you doing? They say busy. Well, it's almost like we want busy to be a badge of honor, but busy mm-hmm. is a white flag of surrender. The real question isn't how much you're doing, but the question is what are you accomplishing? So in the sales context, it isn't just having lots of leads. It isn't talking to lots of people. The real question is how many sales are you closing? And are you focused on the most valuable opportunities, or are you chasing down every single little thing that could possibly lead to a sale? That's not how the top performers operate. No, that's absolutely true. We got our guest today. Sales Pipeline Reader is Dave Crenshaw. You can find him at DaveCrenshaw.com. Uh, he's the author of a handful of books. His first was The Myth of Multitasking, How Doing It All Gets Nothing Done, which we're talking about here. His latest book is called The Focused Business, How Entrepreneurs Can Triumph Over Chaos. And I, I highly encourage you to check out his website as well. He's got – and you can obviously get to his, his books there, but uh, he's – like I said, he's got a great blog. He's got a number of free ebooks that are that are really well done. And, you know, Dave, one of the things that I really appreciate about your your content and your marketing is you the, – the videos you do are very prescient. They're – they're really valuable, and you explicitly market them as short. I think, I think in many cases, you actually point out how many seconds long they are. Um, right. And when you can count a video in seconds, like it just, I feel like it's something I can actually like engage with. Talk about why that kind of positioning uh, for what you're doing is so important. Yeah, and I think I can relate it to sales as well. You have to understand who your most valuable customer is, mm-hmm. the, the person who is most likely to buy it, and not just what their demographics are, but who they are, what their mindset is. I know that my most valuable customer is the average small business owner. So you think about what their mindset is. Their mindset is they have more than enough to do. Um, Giving them a long 20-minute podcast, in my case, would not get them interested. But if I make a commitment that says my videos are always going to be 90 seconds or less, then they can count on the fact that I'm going to give them something short, something concise, and they can listen to it, take action on it, and then they can move on with their life. And that way, I can continually communicate with them. And the mm-hmm. more that you can understand your customers and what their mindset is, the more that you can communicate to them in the way that they want to be communicated. Mm-hmm. Maybe they want longer videos. Maybe they, they want the more written documents. It's up to you to focus your time and energy on creating things that they want. Yeah, it's, I think it's an it's an important point to make, no matter who you are, right? Whether you're speaking to small business owners, whether you're, you know, doing enterprise sales, you're doing small business sales. There are many cases when a fifteen twenty page white paper or best practice guide might be valuable, might be consumed. Um, you know, the audience you're going after. I have a hard time thinking they're even going to be interested in downloading that, let alone reading it. So the you know the format. Does, does the format change uh, much about what the message is, or is it really sort of having a sort of you've got a consistent message and then you're just you're customizing the delivery mechanism to the audience? Well, I yeah, it's more that I have the mechanism or the method, and then I just find ways to make the message fit. 
mm-hmm. um, I've got more than enough material because uh, I work one-on-one with business owners. I work. I have a handful of people that I coach. I've also got my time management courses on Linda, so I'm getting people reaching out to me from all around the world, and I'm hearing stories. I'm mm-hmm. getting case studies. So I've got lots and lots of material. The question is, how are people going to consume it? And not only that, but you know, going back to the, the concept of the myth of multitasking, I want people to do it in a focused way. If mm-hmm. they can switch their attention back and forth between this and something else, it's going to take longer. They're going to make more mistakes. It's going to increase their stress levels. So I want it to be short enough that someone starting it can make the commitment of, yes, I'm going to devote at least 82 seconds to this video. Mm-hmm. Right? I can, I, most people can handle that. Um, without switching their attention to something else, which they might do, for instance, if I was doing an hour-long webinar. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, even in this, um, you know, with this format, right? I mean, we've been doing Sales Pipeline Radio now for a few months. We just converted it over to a weekly show. It's 30 minutes, um, which, you know, and, and I don't know that I expect everyone to listen to that, but I think we've also you know, repurpose it in a lot of different formats. You know, we've made it available on demand in a podcast format. We will convert this into a tra- you know, edited transcript that people can scan. And then we try to create that in a way that, you know, is something that isn't going to take anywhere near, uh, you know, 30 minutes to get through. And so, it, you know, in some cases, like, I mean, and, and you're doing this as well, right? You've got books that people are going to spend a heck of a lot more than 84 seconds reading, but depending on their topic and their interest level, there's still going to be plenty of demand for those formats as well. But even in those formats, I, I try to make them shorter and more digestible. I, I want people to see the book and go, I can I can read that. I can complete that. Rather than going, yeah, that'll be nice. Maybe I'll get through a little bit and then put it on my shelf. Most people yeah. don't make it past the first third of a book. Actually, research around that specific, to, you know, cookbook, oh, yeah. right, where people like, you know, we like the idea of cooking, and we never really actually crack the book very often. <laughs> Speaking of books, you know, specific to salespeople, we've been talking a lot about with uh, Dave Crenshaw, our guest today on Sales Pipeline Radio, um, the, the book Myth of Multitasking. But, you know, for sales professionals, I actually think your second book, uh, you know, Invaluable, The Secret to Becoming Irreplaceable, uh, you know, despite the fact that the other books are great, I think this might be the most the most directly relevant to sales professionals who are trying to not just become, you know, someone who's selling something, but become a real trusted advocate, become a, a trusted advisor, someone that is actually advocating for their, their prospects' interests. Talk a little bit about sort of the themes behind that book uh, and how that might relate to salespeople as well. Well, the basic idea behind Invaluable is understanding what people will pay for. Uh, sometimes we think that we should be paid a certain amount because that's what other people in our industry get paid. Uh, that value is simply uh, a question of this is the expectation. But really, value is determined by how, how rare you, what it is that you do and how well you do it. Um, in fact, I, I lean on, uh, at the beginning of the book, the phrase by Earl Nightingale where he said, the amount of money you make will always be in direct proportion to the demand for what you do, your ability to do it, and the difficulty of replacing you. So if you want to increase, you, you can't change demand. There's nothing you can do about that. Okay. So if you want to increase your value, you want to make more money, that means that you must be doing something that is difficult to replace and you must be doing it better than almost anyone else. Yeah, absolutely. Dave Crenshaw, uh, DaveCrenshaw.com. Definitely check it out. 
um, you know, hopefully, you know, you, you, let, you, you guys like what you're hearing here today. And I think, um, you know, not only does Dave have a great message, but a very engaging speaker. You check out his website, you'll notice you, I think you have the world's largest collection of business vests. You look very nice. Uh, but also, um, <laughs> I mean, you're a very engaging speaker. And, and I think about some of these things we're talking about here today, you know, sales kickoffs, uh, marketing off sites, um, you know, really kind of not just sort of helping, helping salespeople to kind of become irreplaceable, but really sort of helping professionals, uh, who maybe aren't running their own business. But who, you know, if you're if you're trying to, you know, you know, sort of juggle, you know, multiple hats, wearing multiple hats, juggle multiple balls as a demand gen manager, as a sales manager, as a sales professional, um, definitely check out some of what Dave's done uh, from a presentation standpoint. Some really good stuff here. I think before we run to break, uh, I do want to ask you about the Chuck Norris fact book because I think this of all the books that I've seen that you promoted and that, that you talk that you're that you're in, the fact that you were that you were quoted by Chuck Norris in the official Chuck Norris fact book in and of itself without an explanation it's just it's just amazing can you just really quickly tell the story behind that well i you know if you haven't heard of chuck norris facts just google it you'll get a whole list of them but they're just they're funny jokes have been making their way around the internet and chuck norris uh heard about this decided to put together his own official uh facts book the ones that he likes the most it's actually a pretty inspirational book he talks about his story as well uh, but in there, there's the Chuck Norris fact that uh, Chuck Norris can kill two stones with one bird. And he talks about how he doesn't believe in multitasking, and he cites me and my book. Uh, now, I'm going to talk about this in a different way, though, since this is a sales radio show. One thing that I do, uh, whenever someone expresses interest and they're part of our target market, not only will I send them my books as a gift, I also send the Chuck Norris fact book. <laughs> and part of that becomes very it's, – it's interruptive marketing, and it's also highly unique. So when someone gets it, they go, what in the world is this? Why is this guy sending me this book? And mm. it yanks them out of their normal flow of thinking to give me a little bit more attention. And yep. getting your customers focused, however you can do that, is a big part of the game when it comes to sales. Well, it's brilliant. And I think, you know, independent of sort of getting into sort of the economics of, okay, what does a book cost you versus just sending a follow-up email versus make, leaving a phone call? I think, I think a lot of people, when they, when they find the target prospect, they still think in terms of what's the fastest, easiest, and cheapest way for them to get in front of someone as opposed to how important is it for me to get the attention of that individual, of that prospect, and how do I do something different? Like you said, that yeah, maybe it costs a little more money, but like you know, you know, you don't want to be penny wise and pound foolish about this, right? And so think about the things that can help you stand out, uh, be a little more, more remarkable, uh, sort of build that path towards trust, you know, credibility, and, and becoming irreplaceable. Uh, we're going to spend a lot more time with Dave when we get back from commercial. We'll talk about some of the upcoming guests that I'm really excited about. Um, we may or may not talk further about Chuck Norris, but definitely going to get further into uh, the concepts of being focused and uh, irreplaceable uh, in your sales and marketing worlds. So we'll be right back. Sales Pipeline Radio. Whether you're producing a seminar series, user's conference, lunch and learn, or exhibiting at a trade show, Validar has a solution. From capturing leads at trade shows to managing on-site registration, tracking session attendance, gathering information, and providing sponsors lead retrieval, we have a full suite of solutions for you. Since 2005, Validar has been turning corporate events and trade shows into better business. Call 888-784-2929 or visit us at Validar.com. 
You are under the gun to generate revenue. You need your pipeline full with real deals to make your number. The Vanilla Group is the only firm that delivers telebased lead generation programs exclusively for enterprise technology providers that get you there. The Vanilla Group achieves results five times higher than industry standards for outbound lead generation year after year. By utilizing their unique telesales 2.0 methodology, they make sure you're in front of the key influencers you need to be. They are an award-winning company and results are unsurpassed. The Vanilla Group supports tech firms from Fortune 500 companies to startups. To learn more, visit vanillagroup.com, spelled V-A-N-E-L-L-A group.com, or call 888-335-0340. That's 888-335-0340. Follow us on Twitter at Vanilla Group. And now back to the one man who taught Chuck Norris everything he knows, Matt Hines. That is not true in any stretch of, stretch of the, 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 the statement, but I'll, it's, it's, it's still pretty cool. I, I, you know, it's, it's not quite sensei of sales, uh, but we can build the myth however we want. Apparently. I'm looking. I'm trying. You know. Check north of sales. How about that? There you go. I like that. There you go. Yeah. Uh, cool. Well, th- welcome back to Sales Pipeline Radio. Our guest today is Dave Crenshaw, uh, who's written a number of really valuable books uh, focused on uh, – really focused on focus, really helping companies, uh, individuals, business leaders, sales and marketing professionals be more focused get out of the mindset of multitasking uh also his book invaluable highly recommend uh for sales professionals and marketers that are trying to differentiate themselves uh we've got some great guests coming up uh as we head out of april and into may uh next week next thursday uh we have jay bear uh who if you are in marketing it's hard not to know who jay bear is he's written a number of books he seems to keynote everywhere his latest book is called hug your haters and he specifically talks about how you could embrace the the uh, those pessimists that uh, ultimately can not only become some of your biggest fans, but can encourage others to follow your way as well. So excited to have Jay Bear next week. We'll be we follow that with Steve Richard. I probably learned more about inside sales and more about just sales strategy, telephone sales strategy from Steve than maybe almost anyone else. Uh, great speaker, super smart guy. Uh, he's going to join us as well and talk about talk about inside sales, talk about sales and marketing teams working together. So got some great guests coming up. Um, you can check out uh, the uh, past guests at salespipelineradio.com. We'll spend a little more time with, with Dave today. You know, If you go to davecrenshaw.com, uh, you can find a lot of the, the materials we're talking about. You can see the books. Uh, you can sign up for those 84-second videos. And, uh, you know, it's funny. I, I, I think I'm, I tend to – I mean, this is maybe my sort of – uh, this is this is my inability to sometimes focus. When I see a video, oftentimes I explicitly don't watch it because I assume it's going to take time. Uh, so I assume it's going to take too much time. Uh, and oftentimes, especially with the videos like yours, I mean, it, it's less time than reading a blog post in most cases. It's more engaging, um, you know, and you make it a lot of fun. I mean, I'm literally scanning through the pages here today and, you know, you've got like you're wearing a crown in one of these. I mean, so, you you know, it's, there's, you know, talk a little bit about stuff like that when in the the importance of entertainment value to a certain extent uh, when you're trying to get a particular point across. But, you know, it's interesting. I'm actually going to take a different angle than, than what you may expect, and it goes back to invaluable. The question is figuring out what you do best and focusing on what you do best. I call these your most valuable activities. And occasionally I've, I've dabbled in the world of podcasting or interviewing or, I, you know, I, I, I've written articles for LinkedIn uh, which occasionally gets in play. Here's the thing. What I have found that I do best is present, is up in front of the camera, is up in front of people. Mm-hmm. And so 
every time I stray from that, I don't get as good of re- a good result. And every time I focus on that, I, it it works. And people mm-hmm. talk about the videos, and I get I get you know more and more views over time. The question for the listeners here is not necessarily how do you entertain people, but the question is what do you do best? Mm-hmm. Are you highly analytical? Are you an expert at uh, the science behind something? Or are you the expert at the entertainment part of it? Whatever it is that you do best, you want to allocate time in your week, actually schedule hours to focus on that and enhance it. Rather than trying to take your weaknesses and make them strong, make your strengths that you already have and make them even stronger. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, if, if for, for folks that haven't read Marcus Buckingham's work, uh, where he talks about, you know, like identifying and then focusing on your strengths, um, you know, you're speaking to that, you know, really well. I think, uh, there's another, you know, another EO exercise that, uh, we went through. This is, this is probably about a year ago around finding your genius zone, right? And the whole idea was, you know, what's something that you do well, you do better than almost anyone else that you love doing? And how do you then do more of that? Because if you're not a writer, but you're forcing yourself to write a blog, you're probably going to fail. You're probably going to hate it. As opposed to if you like getting on camera, if you like a different format, you're more likely to actually stick with that. You're more likely to come across as someone who really enjoys it. And you're more likely to have people that actually want to follow you because they can see that passion coming through as well. Um, yeah, and, we've been and, and consistently I, I, for five ahead. years and have 200 plus videos. I wouldn't do that if I didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and and I think you know, I think about you know the things that salespeople you know do or in many cases don't do, right? I mean, you know, I don't know any salespeople that like making cold calls. I don't know a lot of salespeople that like doing prospecting. Um, but if we just call it by that name, then it sounds terrible. But like, you know, what are you doing on that phone call? How are you doing to try to get someone's attention? How are you using things that your prospect likes and cares about to get their attention? Uh, there, it seems to me that there's a direct direct analogy between what you've done to focus on your strengths in your marketing and what sales and marketing professionals can do based on their own strengths, based on you know their own genius zone, based on the things that they particularly enjoy doing to make the work they're doing more enjoyable and more likely to you know be executed consistently and over a longer period of time. Yeah, and I, I agree with what you're talking about, about identification of strengths, and, and I talk about that invaluable i have courses on linda where i talk there's a course called discovering your strengths that goes into that i will tell you that in my experience with sales professionals the discovery of the strengths is not so much as the challenge but the part that that i mentioned earlier which is scheduling it mm-hmm. you get so much in the habit of chasing whatever opportunity comes your way and the feeling like if I don't take advantage of this call right now, I'm going to lose it forever. When in fact, what you want to do is create a rhythm in your schedule and allocate hours to improve these skills. Allocate them during the time when you're least likely to be making sales calls or having meetings with prospects. But allocate the time and protect it. Devote time to developing it. It's it's the the schedule and the devotion of time that most people miss on. They get the they get the idea, they just go about their way, and no real improvement is made. Do most people also expect that they're going to be able to immediately sort of make a change from sort of their multitasking habits into doing that in a focused and disciplined way? I mean, I imagine most people probably just can't like flip a switch and do that starting tomorrow. What are some of the keys for people to most more successfully navigate 
that? Well, first of all, is it a process? And second, if it is, you know, what are some of the keys to people, you know, getting down that path, you know, more successfully? Yeah, when people talk to me about you know, what it is I do, the system that I teach, like on Linda, time management fundamentals, they'll say, oh, you must have a lot of discipline. And I say, mm-hmm. I have no discipline. What I am is I am very well conditioned. Yeah. And conditioning is the result of repetition. It, it's amazing to me that we we respect great musicians and we respect great athletes and we see the amazing things that they can do and we understand inherently that they must practice over and over again. They do the basics over and over and over and they repeat them many, many times to achieve that level of success. And yet, what do we do in the workplace? We give someone a system one time or we tell someone one thing that they should do and then we expect them to live it forever. (laughs) (laughs) It it, it, it is not the formula for success. So when we talk about the method multitasking, we first want to create an environment that starts to remove the number of switches that are taking place, turning off the email notifications, turning off the the voicemail notifications, shutting these things down and establishing a schedule of when we're going to check our email rather than having email check us. And it's going to take time, repetition, to establish those habits. Absolutely. Well, Dave, this has been great stuff. I've been trying to point out as much of the stuff on your on your site and on your blog as possible. Uh, for those listening, definitely check out his books. Check out the, the you know, Linda.com. That's Linda with a Y.com. And just search for Dave Crenshaw. You'll find his courses up there. Just before we wrap up, David, anything new coming up that people should be looking for, you know, new books, new new content that we should point people to? Well, I'm I'm working on on a new book right now, but I'm not quite ready to talk about that yet. But what I what I would say is we just you know you mentioned Linda, and if you're not familiar with that, I call it the Netflix of of training. <laughs> For like twenty five bucks, you get access to over forty five hundred courses, and I just happen to be an author that's got fifteen on there. If you if you haven't used that, I would check that out because. Not just me, but there's a ton of resources that you as a sales professional uh, can devote your time into learning. Um, and if you don't have a membership, if you go to DaveCrenshaw.com forward slash free, you'll get a 30-day free trial to it. And awesome. you can't get a 30-day free trial anywhere else. You can only get a 10-day free trial. I had to negotiate the heck out of them to get them to do that for me. I would strongly recommend that as a resource to everyone who's listening. That's awesome. Yeah, so again, DaveCrenshaw.com forward slash free. Uh, you can get that trial of Lynda.com. Yeah, I, I totally agree. It's got some amazing content uh, and some and just you know some really great stuff. So, uh, Dave, thanks so much for joining us today. Uh, there's some great stuff on a lot of different topics. You know, your content and your messages have been really helpful for me as I continue to try to manage my own chaos and tendencies toward trying to do too much. So, as a business owner and as a, uh, a sales and marketing guy, it's been super helpful. So, definitely check out folks DaveCrenshaw.com. Uh, go to DaveCrenshaw.com slash free uh, to get that access to Linda. Uh, this wraps up another episode of Sales Pipeline Radio. Definitely check out SalesPipelineRadio.com uh, to get a replay of our conversation with Dave. Uh, you'll be able to read a uh, transcript of our key points on our website at HeinzMarketing.com very shortly. And definitely join us next week. We've got Jay Baer, the author of numerous books, including the new book, Hug Your Haters. Uh, Jay is a great speaker. We're going to have a lot of fun, and I think you'll you'll want to check that one out. So thanks very much for joining us. Thanks to our guest, Dave Crenshaw. We'll see you next week on Sales Pipeline Radio. You've been riding the pipeline, the sales pipeline, surfing the waves here on 
SLMA Live Radio.